Welcome back, everybody, to the Can Slam. We are here with match day 9.2. We're in the second round again. We we just sent four more beers through to round three, the first the first features of round three. It's very exciting. We're feels getting, good. Yeah, it feels good to get nice and close to the end. Not very close because we still have a long, long way to go, but it, it feels good to get that one step closer. Um, I am joined by Jack. Howdy. That was Jack earlier as well. He spoke when he shouldn't have. Out of, out of turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Matt over there was very, very quiet, very nice. Good. Um, welcome, Matt. I guess uh, like one thing that I kind of wanted to talk about before we get into the into the rounds is we've kind of spent a lot of time in the last month or so visiting a couple of a couple of breweries. We've had a lot of time between recordings. Um, what did we decide? F- three months between. The end of round one and today, yeah, yeah, three or three or two and a half, two and a half, perhaps. whatever it yeah. is. But yeah, we've we've spent that time kind of um, kind of venturing out and going to the yeah. touring the local watering holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, should we should we talk about some of the some of the brews we've been to in the last couple of months? Yeah, we've been to um, we've been to quite a few. So we we started with Stockade. Was that the first one we went to? I think so. Yeah, yeah that was. Um, Home of my favourite beer at the moment, the Stockade Splicer, um, and it was just as good on tap as it is in the can. Um, then we moved on to Hawks. Oh, yeah, Hawks. I forgot about Hawks. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Hawks, Matt? I have not. Where is? That's in also in Marigold. Oh. We basically we toured the, the breweries in Marigold. It's it's funny because we lived in like we met in Marrickville. We used yeah. to live in Marrickville. Yeah. And how many breweries would you say we went to while we lived there? Uh, zero, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe one. One, I think we went to Stockade like yeah a, a couple of years no, ago. No, it was but, um, Batch we went to or Batch, uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But we um, basically spent no time wasted. At, we wasted our time in Marrickville. I lived in Marrickville for three years. Yeah, and there are yeah, like yeah. eleven breweries in Marrickville, yeah. and missed them all. Didn't go to any. Yeah, um, Hawks Matt, is very good. Yeah, Matt, have you been to any in the last couple months or a couple of years even? Last couple of months, Yulies. Yeah, it's a favourite of ours. That's um, Yulies in Alexandria. Yeah, yep. probably our go-to after-work drinks spot. I think it is it's great uh, beer, exceptional food. Yeah, the f- the food really needs to be talked about because mm. yeah, it's better. Is is it better than the beer? It's quite possibly. The food is very very good. The beer's good, and maybe the f- maybe it's comparable, but. I don't think you can get as good food at any other brewery in no, Sydney. I agree. No, I don't think I've ever even come close to it. It's, um, yeah, it's it's unique and just you get really good portions as well. It's not like you're looking at it going, "I've spent a lot on this and not really got much for it." Mm. It's very filling. I could live off their cauliflower alone. Yeah, I think. yeah, the cauliflower is well, very, very good. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's it's all vegan food, which doesn't really need to be mentioned because the food is so hearty and so filling and and exceptional that like pointing out that it's vegan is kind of reductive in a way because it just doesn't need to be said. It's kind of a disservice to it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not like me saying, oh, it's vegan is not, it's really good food for vegan. Like Mm. I would put it up against any other meal. Like it's... It's It's really good food and it happens to be vegan. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, Jack, you brought up the Stockade Splicer is one of your favourite beers. And mm. I know the Amanda is also mm. one of your favourite beers. Ooh. If those two happen mm. to meet each other, 
Do you think you'd oh. have an idea of which one you'd send through? No. I really possibly couldn't pick. And I've got a bad feeling that they're in the same half of the draw. I think... If not the same the same section. I think they are. That could be a round four matchup. And I, honestly, look, looking at it, it's my favourite for a round four matchup. Although the it does have the Ulysses is up against the Ekin Brewing Co. And the Stone and Wood Cloudcatcher, which were both very popular, I believe. Both good beers, yeah. But the, the, the After Battle Pale Ale was my wild card, which I'm... I'm going to champion so you're going to have yeah. to get two votes out of it stock a spice has pretty much got to walk through to round four at this point oh it's in a on very paper. favorable draw on isn't paper it? yeah 100 mm. percent. um but yeah I, I genuinely don't know what i'd choose at this point in time well it that could be that, on the day it'd be an on the day uh performance that um decides it for me i think so that's a potential quarterfinal matchup is it? absolutely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this the, the quarterfinal in this this section is i mean that's going to be tricky, whatever makes it through. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting that section five because we went to we went to Yulee's, we went, went to, to a Corps, lot of the breweries, we went to Stockade. We? I went to the Ekim Brewing Co. Yeah. Um, brewery, which is in Mount Karingai, which is yeah. kind of close to where I am. We both went to a uh, Mountain Goat as well, not long before. Yeah, that's true too. So we've kind of um, we've kind of been to yeah, a lot really of those. We've smashed that section, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah. really have. <laughs> we milked it for all it's got. Um, I know that the three of us went to. I know we mentioned in the last episode, but we went to Lord Nelson's Brewery. Yep. Any any takeaways on that? Oh, that's that was one of my favourite breweries I've been to. Mm. I keep seeing them on Instagram, thinking I've got to go back. But it was only like two weeks ago that we were there. Yeah, but I just want to be there all the time. Yeah, it, it is so it is, good. It the it beer is great, was great. I mean, yeah, you always say it, but the atmosphere is great. Yeah, yeah, it was so friendly in there, and it was for me at least. It reminded me of home quite a lot, which mm. was nice. You don't you don't get that very many places in Australia for me. Um, good selection. Yeah, good selection. the food was good as well. Yeah, the food was good. Yeah, no, good. nothing to shout about really particularly, but it was good for a pub. Mm. Good burger. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty but sad. yeah, the, pretty solid. The, the beers were were pretty exceptional. Yeah. Like it was mm. a, and as you said, it's a really good atmosphere. It's a very old school um, mm-hmm. English pub. Yeah. I guess a new school in a way, considering how old England is. But yeah, I guess. Um, high yeah. ceilings. Um, sandstone walls, mm. big, nice open fireplace. Well, wooden, proper oak-colored bar. I don't know if it was made with oak, but it was certainly about the right color for it. It's it's the kind of place that Matt and I were kind of talking about this just before we started recording. But like a brewery to me, like I've only really started getting into breweries in the last couple of years, mm. and I never really considered it to be a like a sort of optional thing to go like a thing to go to because to me it was like well a brewery is something that happens like that experience happens you know on the outskirts of town like that's something that bit of a novelty kind it's of a novelty yeah. i didn't realize that the breweries there were so many breweries within sydney that you can mm. be like well they're actually making the beer here yeah. and there's a pub around it as well like yeah. it's quite it's quite a i don't know if it's a thing that is new or it's just new to me but to me, like Lord Nelson doesn't feel like a brewery. No, it doesn't. If you couldn't see a couple of the tanks, you wouldn't know. You'd think he was a pub. Oh yeah, I had no, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. it's no what idea. Australia's oldest continuously licensed pub in this or hotel in Australia. Is that right? Yeah. No. It's yeah. been it's been there since like the eighteen eighteen nineties or eighteen seventies yeah. or something. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have a brewery feel. It's just like this is a pub, mm. but then when you kind of delve deeper, you're like, oh, actually, they're 
they're brewing the beers right behind you. Mm. Mm. Great beers as well. Really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. Which we've got one of them today, I believe. We do. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I need to scroll. The old three sheets. <laughs> yeah. We've also got um, on the list to visit, um, we've got Four Pines, which is up this week. That'll be good to go to, um, to go and see. Be good to check out Mountain Goat again. Um, we haven't been there in a long time. What do you mean? There's no Four Pines. Oh, I'm looking at round one. You're looking at round one. Forget it. Ignore <laughs> me. Four Pines is out. It's all news. Yeah, Mountain Goat's so, in. Yeah, yeah. We're doing Mountain Goat today. Talking about breweries that we'd um, like to visit, Mountain Goat um, is probably one we should go to again. Sure. Yeah. Um, Bed Spoke is on the list, which I went to see uh, a couple of months ago. That was really, really good. Mm. Again, that was more, not a pub feel, but a bar. It was definitely more of a bar feel than a brewery. Um, it was quite, quite long, a very, very long bar with like a narrow seating area with a bit of an outdoor area. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't, if you didn't know they brewed, you, you would just assume it was a bar. Um, this is a cycle themed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots yeah. of, um, bike wheels and chains and everything scattered around the place. Marrickville? Um, Canberra. No. Oh. <laughs> quite far. 50, 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's oh, true yeah. as well. There's a lot of, um, I feel like Canberra's kind of up and coming in terms of yeah. craft beers. Yeah. You've got obviously Capital Brewing and, and Ben spoke of... And I can't name a single other one. You've got, well, Capital Brewing, um, Ben Spoke. Ben spoke. Capital the, Brewing. The rest. <laughs> the rest. Um, did we mention Filter? No, we didn't. No, we went to Filter as well. We went that to Filter, was, um, which... Possibly one of our favourites of the, of the trip that we did. In, in terms of like the feel of the place it, mm. it was probably one of my favorites it's just you got the tanks right next to you yeah. it's a it's a very like i don't know it probably just, it had a puppy feel puppy feel but it yeah. also just felt very like welcoming in terms of a brewery had that adorable baby that was waving at everybody in the entire pub true yeah <laughs> you'll do that after a few pints <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, we were looking around and the baby was waving everyone and then about an hour later the family got up to leave and literally everybody in the pub was waving <laughs> yeah. at the baby yeah. as it left um, I guess the only other one that I can sort of think of that we went to was Batch, which yeah, we didn't particularly Perhaps enjoy. The less said, the better. There's yeah. nothing particularly wrong with it, but it just didn't have anything outstanding that the other ones did. It's very, yeah. it's very forgettable for me. We, we got the I tasting paddle, and I didn't particularly enjoy any of the beers I yeah. tried. The atmosphere was dead. Mm. I don't know if that's just an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Or... I'd it say a, it was a Saturday afternoon, but we went to other ones afterwards that, that weren't that weren't dead. So well, the the night we went to, or the day we went to Stockade, it was a very nice day. And on the yeah. way to Stockade, Batch was like packed. Yeah, if you if oh, you recall, was it a Friday past. night. We went, we to went on a Friday night. Right, and it was okay. a even, miserable Sydney evening. It was yeah. pouring with rain, and I just think it was an unfortunate yeah, timing. That's right. And then we went to filter after. Then that, we went right? to filter yeah. after. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I just think yeah. I just think breweries are sort of like lots a to, lots to see. Great, great option to to visit when it's when it comes to like the fact that they serve food and they've got great beers like and they're showing their flagship beers. I think it's just yeah, it's kind of a cool new school thing to for everyone to to get involved in. One yeah. that I always overlook as a brewery is Squires. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely have, have mentioned that one. That's really yeah. great um, in. The rocks, the rocks, yeah. Circular yeah, Key, whatever you... Key area. It's kind yeah. of on the edge of both, isn't it? Great spot. Um, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful place. Location-wise, it, 
pretty much doesn't get any yeah, better, than that. Much better than that. Like, yeah. And the beers are really, they're, they're great, the beers at Squires London. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, looking forward to going to there again when I eventually find the time to schedule it in. Could be a potential Friday night after after work venue. Although well, you probably have to book a table on a Friday in that place. I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Are, the there, um, are there any James Squires remaining? Oh, that's a good question. The, I, the one, I know the 150 Lashes didn't make it through because it was up against the... Um, the Shackles didn't. And the Shackles... So Shackles face Stone and Wood. Stone so. and Wood, yeah. <laughs> that's a tough first round matchup. Yeah. But there um, are better beers than those two on tap in the in the brewery. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to make an effort to get there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to check out Capital Brewing as well next time I'm in Canberra. Oh, it's from Canberra, is it? Yeah, I assume so. It's Capital. <laughs> What's the other? Yeah, because there's Capital, there's Ben Spoke in Canberra. Where's that? Um, <laughs> the 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 Trail Trail Pale. That's Capital. Is that Capital? Yeah. Okay. And what about the? Um, is it the Bali Bali Griffin? That's Ben Spoke. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, like classic Canberra beers. Yeah. I tell you, I was looking at the um the sprocket in the fridge and it's got no description on the can of what <laughs> kind of beer it is. I w- what does that say about I think only I think I don't know about you, but the big beers, the big popular beers don't need to describe what they are on the can because everybody knows what they're getting when they drink them, right? <laughs> All right, we've got coming up <laughs> the Matilda Bay Alpha Pale Ale versus the Ben Spoke Sprocket, the Lord Nelson Three Sheets versus Corona, Mo- Mountain Goat Pale Ale versus White Rabbit at White Ale, and Pirate Life South Coast Pale Ale versus your mate's Larry. I will say I was, um, when I was in, I think White Rabbit is from Geelong, yep. and I was in Geelong a couple of months ago, and I tried to get there, but it wasn't open on the day I was in the city. Oh. Sorry, yeah, I'm I was so sorry. very disappointed. I really wanted to check out the, the brewery. I got to say, the White Rabbit Dark Ale is, that's one of my favorite beers going right now. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm hoping that kind of goes through. But the White Ale, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what, how it performs today. Yeah, I'm very, looking, very um, much looking forward to it. Should we get into it then? Ah, yeah, For sure. So first up, we have the Matilda Bay Alpha Pale Ale versus the Bent Spoke Sprocket. Let's go. Looking forward to this one. Welcome back to the Can Slam. We have in front of us two quite different looking beers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Matilda Bay Alpha Pale Ale and the Bent Spoke Sprocket. Let's begin with the lighter of the two, which is on the left. <laughs> I think Jack just had an orgasm. <laughs> and he hasn't even tasted it yet. Thoughts, Matt? I mean, that smell is great. I can um, definitely understand the orgasm face, Jack. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the flavor doesn't really match up with the aroma so much, but it is delicious. I do really, really like that. Yeah, I like it too. It's it's on the bitter side, which is surprising mm. from, this, from the smell. Um, I don't know if that's just because... I had a fire breather pizza in my mouth. <laughs> no, been, it is bitter. Been singed. It's it tastes very strong. It does taste very strong. Yeah, yeah. You can taste the alcohol. No, I don't want to know because it's going to give it away from me. I don't want to know which one is the strong one out of the cup. 
This is completely blind for me. This one, I've got no idea. Oh, yeah, that, in fact, you're right. Maybe it's not even the bitterness. Maybe it's just the, the yeah. alcohol. It's got um, it's got shades of the Costa Eight for me. Really, yeah. that 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 kind that of heavy. alcohol taste. Yeah, yeah. It, it now that you mention it, is it's not really the bitterness or the hoppiness. It's just pure alcohol. It tastes so uh, smells so good though. It does. Yeah, it's superb. And I like it. It is strong, but I, I do like it. For a beer that, yeah, does taste quite strong, it's actually fairly easy. It goes down fairly easy. Yeah, absolutely. Considering in last round we had mostly like light mm. or mid-strength beers and that they were the kind warm, of... That was a warm-up. A warm-up, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We're yeah. getting into the real stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. All right. Beer on the right. Doesn't smell as much, this one. Yeah, nothing on the nose. Mm. Nothing at all. A bit malty to me. It's not bad. Yeah. Not not uh, not really tickling my fancy. I think after that um, that last one. Yeah, I was just about it's to say a bit flat a bit. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's when you have that first one, the beer on the left, and then go to the right. It's kind of a bit un- underwhelming. This mm. because the first one packs such a punch. The second one really doesn't taste of much. I guess. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those ones where the order really matters. Mm. I think had you tried the first, uh, the one on the right first, um, it might have come out fav- like it just might have come out yeah. f- tasting better. But it's a it's a tough it's, um, tough thing to follow. Similar to the Pirate Life Pale, I think. Yeah, it is. It's got that really nice like malty flavor, but it's yeah. drinkable. Yeah, it's still. I think I know which one. I'd take a guess at which one's which. I'd say the. Go ahead. <laughs> the Sprocket is the stronger one, and the Matilda Bay is the Pirate Lifey one. That'd be my guess, but uh, I don't know. Well, I tried to cheat, but I couldn't find it <laughs> on the bench spoke. So. I think it's at the bottom there, or like on the front. Are we ready to vote? There's the answer. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just saw that I, I didn't see the um, the percentage, but I just saw the standard drinks. Yeah. 2.1. Wow. Wow. I guess that In means I was right. single can. So what's the percentage? 7.0. Wow. wow. That is a strong one. They, oh, that is strong. Well, let's, let's send one through. Yeah. Matt? Uh, left for me, definitely. Left for me too. Not definitely, but left for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Three nil, wow. Three nil. There we go. Who'd have thought? That's this is gonna be a three nil. Clean sweep. Yeah, so so the Matilda Bay, it's probably worth mentioning that was a real struggle to find. I mean, it was mm. not I mean it wasn't a struggle, it was impossible. Like we had to order those online. So yeah. I have you know, I'm in a way I'm kind of was hoping that it would go through because <laughs> I now have 16 of them. Um, not not that I am not going to get through them. Like it's a it's a good beer, um, but yeah, it was it was one of those ones where the first round we were very we were able to um, pick alternates very easily because it didn't really matter. But it's weird al- that you found that as the alternate and then couldn't find it again. <laughs> well. <laughs> It was an quite alter- ironic. Really, it was it? an alternate <laughs> for the Matilda Bay original, like original ale or something. Yeah. So, I we had it on the list, and then I just saw the Alpha Pale Ale at, at Liquorland, and I thought, well, that's that's a yeah. good alternative. Um, but I mean, 
it's it's one of those ones I'm like I don't know how it made the list in the first place because yeah. it's a very small like I don't know how big Matilda Bay is. No, I don't either. Well, we we've had a couple of like interactions with them on Instagram and they're only in the like 700 800 followers range, which is yeah. soon to be overtaken by the cancel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, exactly. If you have you know one one third of the followers of Matilda Bay, like it's most breweries are in the in the twenties and thirty thousand followers mm-hmm. kind of range, so it it must be a small thing, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm pleased that the Ben Spokes Rocket goes through because it's a it, it is, is a tasty beer, beer. Mm-hmm. yeah for for a seven percent that's it's outrageous yeah. yeah 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 to make a seven percent of that delicious and not overpowering mm-hmm. is it's unheard it's of a good effort yeah well it's just I mean I guess yeah the cluster eight as well like. Yeah, I mean, I had one recently in the house, and um, you know, I, I, you know, we had so much trouble finding them mm. at the time, and I, and I had to bring them back from Canberra because I couldn't find them. I saw them in BWS last week. You kidding? Yeah, <laughs> couldn't believe it. I'm not, I'm not sure if they've like re-released it because I know it was sort of like a limited edition thing, yeah. but I'm not sure if they've re-released it. Um, but well, that's, I mean, that's actually quite interesting because. Ben spoke like the Sprocket, the Cluster Eight, and even the Crankshaft, which is the number yeah. one beer from the Gabs. That's still like a six percent or something. It's yeah, still strong. It's still like packs a punch. So yeah. maybe they just specialize in in high al- alcohol content because yeah. they do they do it really well. Cluster Eight was at eight point eight something. something like that. Or yeah, it was eight, eight something. Yeah. yeah, very very heavy. But, but yeah, when, when I had know. it the other day. Um, it didn't taste as strong as it did when we were drinking it on the slam. It was um, much more palatable from that point of view. You mean it was easier to drink an 8.8% beer as the first beer of the day rather than, rather on, than as the, the 17? Yeah, as the 16. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I am shocked. Yeah. All right, let's listen to some reviews. The Matilda Bay Alpha Pale Ale. Well... We say that, uh, we say that it was difficult to difficult to find, but it has 126 reviews, which mm. that's, that's plenty of reviews really yeah. on this on this website, and and there are reviews dating back to like 2007, and so it could just be one of those things that maybe it had its day in the sun and maybe, yeah. is not quite as popular as it once was, or I, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what it was. Um, the hop hedonist from Perth says. Great to have a large commercial brewery making a good APA. And great to have this in the pubs. Nice hoppy brew, but how this won best beer at this year's International Melbourne Fest is kind of unbelievable. Feral hop, Feral's Hop Hog, which won the last two years, is so much better. But on the whole, for a pub beer, this is excellent. It's quite a, a mixed review, that isn't it? It's mixed, but it's also interesting to say... It's like a backhanded compliment. Great to have a large commercial brewery making an, an APA. Well, it would be large for Perth. There's not much goes on over there. <laughs> I guess, but like, is it? I don't know. What does it say anything on the on the back of that can that would? Because yeah, maybe it's maybe there's more to the Matilda mm. Bay story. Well, I've never been quite clear on whether Matilda Bay is the same as the Yak. Yeah, and they just evolved into Yak. I've never really been clear on that. I I agree because there's there's definitely like crossover there. I don't know if mm. they they come from the same brewery. Well, it's brewed across Australia. Mm. by Matilda under license from Asahi okay and this can quotes Heelsville Victoria Mm. there you go so I don't know 
From and that was from Perth, did they say that was a... Well, the review was from Perth. Oh, right. Sorry. Gotcha. We yeah. think the beer is from Perth. That's it where did it say it, from, right? it won Best it. Beer at this year's International mm. Melbourne Beer Festival. Mm. I mean, brewed across Australia. Who knows? Maybe it's uh, maybe every state has their own. Maybe. They have their own Matilda Bay Alpha Pale yeah. maybe. Must be in Broken Hill in New South Wales because we couldn't find it anywhere. No. In Sydney. Um, well, seeing as that was a mixed review, I'm just going to go straight to the, to the Ben Spoke Sprocket. Um... The five-star review is from Phenom, and this was from 2018. This beer out of a can pours slightly low on carbonation, not much head, but a nice golden color. Lots of hops, pineapple, citrus, passion fruit, and a hint of lychee, and a smooth as taste. Return of the lychee. (laughs) Malt beautifully balancing out the hops, balancing out the alcohol, topped off with nice bitterness. This should be the benchmark IPA for Ben Spoke, not the cranking. Love it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I do. I do like this beer, and um, I remember liking the crankshaft, but I don't remember loving it. So I can see that point of view. I have had a few crankshafts since we first had it on the pod, and I do. I have to admit, it's a it's a good beer. Yeah, it is a good beer. It's a very good beer, and as I said, it's a it's a five point eight or something, and. Yeah, uh, whatever Ben Spoke are doing to dilute their alcohol taste is <laughs> is impressive. Like they need to share that because for a seven percent and a five point eight and an eight point eight to be even remotely bearable, like yeah, I I, I don't know how they do that. Add more lychee. It, it must be the lychee. <laughs> I will say you don't know how to do any of it. I don't know how any of this process works. Yes. Yeah. But. I do know that <laughs> when I taste other high alcohol beers, they're usually yeah. hard to drink. You don't know anything about anything, but you know extra that you don't know how they make it so strong. I, I barely know. <laughs> I barely know what I'm saying. Yes. I barely know what <laughs> I think about beers. So for me to even endeavor yeah. to understand how the process of making beers goes is I should probably just not even try. Yeah. The low, the lowest review is from, I mean, this is from MoFo, but this is interesting because it says Melbourne, but previously Christchurch, New Zealand. So that's a bit of insight there. Um, Notes, notes from tasting. Okay. Was excited for this one, but had it after brute force IPA and it suffered for it. It was nice, but didn't really have any outstanding punch. Not piney, nor over- overtly citrus-driven. Hmm. Oh, I haven't had the brute force, so I can't... I've never heard of that. Yeah, can't comment on that one. That um, could be right, could be wrong. But it's a, it's, a, it's a valid point because we go into this drinking so many different beers that that point about, well, I tried this just before and it ruin the experience of this beer Mm -hmm. is fairly valid because like Mm. i think on another day that matilda bay could go through yeah agreed yeah couldn't yeah i agree and i think found itself as like a the last matchup of the day yeah last matchup or even even if we just simply tried it first i I think things could have been different so that's the can slam in it yeah (laughs) anyone can beat anyone (laughs) it's just whoever shows up on the day all right Ben Spoke Sprocket goes through and will verse one of the next beers, which is the Lord Nelson Three Sheets versus Corona. Cheers, listeners. 
Welcome back, lovely listeners. We have two golden beers to get through this time. Uh, the Lord Nelson Three Sheets and Corona Extra. I reckon we'll go beer on the right first up, lads. Beer on the right. To quote Matt, Matt sitting to my right, oh yes, <laughs> that was good. That is a good, good beer, and I know what it is, and I, it just makes me love it even more. Um, that wood is almost certainly the Lord Nelson Three Sheets. Um, it is a, a, certainly a favourite of the three of us, I think, from mm-hmm. the recent months, um, and yeah, it goes down so smoothly. Yeah, it was a favourite of mine going into the tournament. And it was. It was your pick for the, um, what do you call it? The the underdog pick, I guess. Uh, I don't recall exactly what I what I said at the time, but mm. I think it was just a beer that I think will go a long way. And I'm with you after uh, after trying it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's just a really classic, classic craft beer. Yeah. It's, um, it's chock full of flavour, but it's... it's just yeah, very unique, very interesting, and and very drinkable. Yeah, love it. Could easily spend an evening on those. Yeah, mm. we mm. probably should have when we were there, but there was just so many other beers to try that we didn't end up drinking more mm. than one or two of them. Yeah, and and, uh, and Matt was just saying that like we had, I think we we had three pints of three different beers, but all of them were pretty damn good. All yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the quail like the quail ale I had, the summer ale. I can't remember what the one I had was called, but it was the. Um, Kind of like the English brown ale kind of equivalent. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that was really but, good too. But the three sheets was... Oh, we the all three sheets was the pinnacle. We yeah. all started yes. on the three sheets and it, was, <laughs> yeah. it just went down so smooth. Mm-hmm. Always does. So to follow, beer on the left. To paraphrase, uh, my friend on the right here, Matt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. I second that. <clears throat> I um, I had to go so oh. so deep into the glass to get my nose to to smell anything that my nose touched oh. touched the beer. See, I think that it's got quite a strong bad smell. Yeah, I agree with Jack. That's kind of yeah. That's yeah, I didn't have to try that hard to get the bad smell out. Mm. Maybe I have a block nose. <laughs> bad look, bad smell, bad taste. Yeah, it's interesting. I I, I sort of described this as a well, from what I you know remembered at the start of this um, well last week's pod <laughs> as yeah and sort of easy drinking lager you know mm. I was sort of pictured the coronas the souls those sorts of things but that is not easy I will say it is that's a drag nicer way nicer from the bottle when you can't smell it and when it doesn't go flat so quickly I think mm. and you when got you've got a yeah, nice, lemon lime yeah to, nice love of lime to, in there yeah to dull the flavour yeah and maybe even just like context as well like maybe Summary on the beach. Yeah, to quote, to quote uh, mm. former pod name and pod member that won't be named. Um, <laughs> on the beach with a Corona, you know, um, slice of lime. Yeah, I, I think I think context is important here, and um, yeah, it, like these two beers in particular kind of just show up how average Corona is, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it just it's just so so much inferior. To the to something like a three sheets, not necessarily three sheets specifically, but like there's yeah. a lot of beers that would yeah. just fly through in terms in in terms of beating Corona. And I voted against it last time as well. I, I had the same opinion. 
um, voted for Grolsch instead. <coughs> yeah, I, I don't... Sure. I think Grolsch would have stood up better against the uh, three sheets. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I, st- I think it would have been 3-0, but... Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it would have been, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, in that in that respect, should we... Um, should we bother? What's the point? You reckon we just... obviously the corona. <laughs> <laughs> Come Beer on, Jack. on my right. Beer on my right. Right. And Matt, please let us know what beer we were drinking. Three votes for three sheets. Beautiful. Yes. That's going to go right in the clip for next week, isn't it? Yes. Oh, no, we're not. This is the second episode. You don't clip clip this up, do you? No, no, unfortunately, no. You can clip it up for the Instagram. So, Lord Nelson, three sheets versus Ben Spoke Sprocket. What do we think about that uh, coming into round three? it's, it's, It's a heavy... Heavy matchup, isn't it? Yeah. Go either way on the day again. We've got yeah, we've had a few few beers today that have gone through to a matchup where it is just going to be on the day. Well, because it is. You're also wrong. That's what? No, you're not wrong. That is what it's going to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Looking at first round. Again, I keep Josh. looking at first round. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they're not coloured in on the second round. <laughs> so I guess the <laughs> the good thing in a way is like this is going to be the third matchup of the day mm-hmm. so it'll be in yeah it'll be in part one which mm. means we won't have had already had eight beers or ten beers i guess so that might benefit the sprocket that's that's, that's true, true too yeah that's true that's too. what i mean it could just how we feel on the day it's, it's really could go could go anywhere who knows mm. i'd like to say that three sheets will get through my, right now my initial thoughts is that yes three sheets will get through but but yeah, that's the smell of the sprocket is just so good. Mm. Oh, anything could happen. Well, let's see what our friends at Rate Beer are saying about the three sheets. Um, Danev76 says, this is from 2014, mind you. Um, Nicely balanced aroma, cloudy amber color with excellent head, initial bitter hit followed by smooth roasted malt flavor and finished with a floral note. Medium to heavy body with low carbonation. Does it say what he does? Is he a carpenter? Does not say. Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> 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 that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh. Um, I guess we just move straight on from that. <laughs> This is the um, this is the the lowest rated review, which is two out of five, um, and this is from Dubs in St Peter's in New South Wales. Much respect to X Duff and Multiple Pogo on this one. Water equals yes. Unremarkable equals no doubt. The hops be misplaced, making it taste something like a four X hopped with SARS. <laughs> Not okay. I need to clarify the spelling. S double A Z. I don't know what that means. S. Oh, okay. Not oh, like not SARS not coronavirus. SARS. No, um, but me. <laughs> but me have to say that it was okay to watch cricket on the pub telly with anyhow. So like a six-year-old that wrote this. <laughs> I think it might be the Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the hops be misplaced, and but me have to say. Yeah. It was okay to watch cricket. Or a pirate. Could be a pirate. Could be. It could be the Cookie Monster. Uh, it's hard to say. 
Not a carpenter though. No. <laughs> this person can we can confirm they are not a tradie of any no, kind. No, no. Um so Corona has four thousand and seventy nine reviews. Wow. Which I suppose is um like that makes sense because it's mm. it's Corona. It's probably two thousand of them are Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 worldwide. Yeah, right. is it is it the yeah. most popular beer in the world? Like quite possibly. I wonder what it is. It's got to be on that website. Surely the most reviewed. Oh, the most reviewed. I'll have a look yeah. um, in between rounds. What's their, what's their tagline? Is it from the bottle? where you'd rather from be? Where you'd rather be, yeah. Where's the so bottle? It just leaves it open. Yeah. Right. I didn't, yeah. The bottle's still over there. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, it would have to be the most well-known beer. Surely. World, worldwide. Yeah, surely. I know you've got your sort of... Your Carlsberg. And, yeah, and those that are sort of like kind of still popular... Yeah. Because America is such a big place for beers, but like Corona is probably the most popular one that people actually still enjoy. Mm. Yeah, and also like no one doesn't know what a Corona is. Mm. Mm. It is just yeah, yeah. it's far-reaching. Guinness, no, far-reaching but not as popular. Oh, I think Guinness could well be up there. I think mm. Guinness is not as like commonly liked as Corona is. Is there only one Corona? Is it just the Corona Extra? Or do they have... I'm sure there are more in Mexico, but... Yeah. Corona IPA? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just interesting. Because, yeah, the Corona Extra is... It's not as good as I remember. Who is mm. the, what about the Corona Regular? Is that a thing? Don't think so. No. It's only the Extra. Extra what, though? Extra Corona. Extra bad? What about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's Extra Corona, there's got to be like a standard Corona. Maybe it's just the you know, the marketing, like the yeah, you know, the premium. Maybe you know. All right, five star review for Corona. I've been enjoying Corona for over thirty years. Thirty years, twelve months a year. Sure, I will try a new beer here and there, and some are not bad. I still end up finish finishing with an ice cold Corona with or without a lemon or lime. Always seems to hit the spot. If only my cat would let me get to the only one left in the twelve pack. I have her on video, unwilling to let me take one. It's very funny. <laughs> have to go. <laughs> All this talk about a cold Corona has made me thirsty. Cheers. Please can tell you... me that video is up there. <laughs> yeah, can, you, yeah. can you upload videos? <laughs> Always see, if only my cat would let me get to the only one left in the 12 pack. I have her on video, unwilling to let me take one. She's got to be like pouring away at him as he tries that to reach for it, right? so specific. That's got to be on YouTube. I'm going to look up the username right now and see. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Wasted opportunity. The lovey, lovey bond guide thirty six is just a generic mm. name. <laughs> that yeah, that's a strange review. Um, the the lowest rated review, which is a zero point five star review from Bar forty four from Margate, United States. This is from two thousand six. I first drank this beer after the pub I was at ran out of Heineken. I'm not a fan of Heineken, but when I tried to drink the Corona, I almost vomited. <laughs> what little flavor it has was so putrid that I couldn't even drink half of it. I tried it a few days later and it was the same. Lightly piss-flavored water. I've come to the conclusion that selling Corona in the United States is hands down the greatest marketing success in the history of business. Never has such an inferior, horrible, cheap product achieved such success. Says the country of Bud Light. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. Yeah. 
What I find interesting about that review is they were ordering Heineken despite really not liking Heineken. Yeah. Yeah, I going was... for the one the, the 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 beer that they're really not a fan of. They like being upset and then going for something worse. I yeah. first drank this beer after the pub I was at ran out of Heineken. I am not a fan of I'm Heineken. <laughs> So get like I assume I'd go the other direction. Oh, well, I'll get the one I do <laughs> yeah. like then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume the only two beers on tap were not Heineken and Corona, and I was like, well, I guess I'm getting one of these two. I better get the one I dislike least. Often not a beer on tap, as we've discussed. That's true too. Um, Although Alex did send us a photograph uh, this week of one lonely Corona tap oh, yeah. in a pub garden in England on his own, no taps around it, just that one, one tap of Corona. So it, it does exist. It is out there, but uh, I don't think I've ever rare. seen it. Mm. I don't think I've ever had Corona on tap. I think before. I have. I no, I haven't. I've seen. I think at the time, uh, probably very early in the can slam, um, I sent you a photo, Dom, of uh, a friend on Facebook with a pint of Corona, and saying something along the lines of, "I don't think I've ever seen it on tap." Yeah, before. I do remember that. Yeah. So yeah, very very rare. Okay, well, Lord Nelson three. With reason, it was disgusting on in a glass. So yeah, it's 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 not why you that's why you don't see it on tap. I mean, I'm just looking at all of our glasses, and Corona is still pretty much. No, I finished mine. <laughs> it's the three sheets. Saved what the till, hell? Saved it till the end. Jack still has some three sheets left, but he finishes Corona. Well, no, saved, I, I wanted to save the good one till the end. Mm. So. All right, Lord Nelson three sheets goes through, and we'll be versing the Ben Spoke Sprocket, which is a, a matchup I'm very much looking forward to. Um, before that though we still have two more matchups to go we have Mountain Goat Pale Ale versus the favourite of our former pod member Alex <laughs> the White Rabbit White Ale which scraped through round one um, mm-hmm. probably unfairly I think Jack felt a bit sorry yeah he definitely gave me the puppy dog eyes yeah, yeah. so let's see how it does uh, without his influence here so when we get back Mountain Goat Pale Ale versus White Rabbit White Ale cheers listeners Greetings, listeners. We are back uh, after a 10-second break with White Rabbit White Ale versus the Mountain Goat Pale Ale. Um, Not much to say other than beer on the left. Don? I do remember that smell. I do remember that smell now. It's it's all coming back to me. Um, it's not good, and I I'm trying to recall what I thought of the taste. I don't think I thought the taste was particularly good, um, but yeah, that, that's I I don't like that. I winced at the aroma, mm-hmm. and I winced even more on that first sip. Yeah, um, not good. Beer on the right for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was repugnance. Smell, taste. And I was just saying off mic that um, I finished the Corona because I finished every beer so far today and I thought I'm going to go to the end, but I'm not finished. I've taken literally one sip of that and I'm not going to touch it again. Mm. That was awful. I don't know what was going through in my mind all those weeks ago, um, but Alex... You suck. (laughs) That was disgusting. Look, John Boston Pale Ale isn't the most inspirational beer, but uh, yeah, this is, um, it's just not good, is it? No. Yeah. No, That John Boston must have been pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right, well, shall we uh, actually enjoy the beer on our right? Sure. We'll try the winner. That's pretty good. Yeah. It is pretty good. It's um, it's semi-neutral in the smell, but I think it's like leaning towards being good. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And the smell is just like... It's just a classic pale ale, isn't it? Like, yeah, we've had a lot of those today. We have, but I think out of the the three that we described as the classic pale, I think this is the better of the three. Yeah, agreed. Um, Pirate Life was very heavy and malty, even though it was it was good. And and what was the Matilda Bay was the other one, I think. No, there was. Oh well, we had the the Coopers and the little creatures. Both ordinary pale. Both ordinary, but I also think Matilda Bay was quite an ordinary pale. Yeah, mm. but I think out of, yeah, so out of those, say, like, five pale mm. ales, I think this is probably the best one. I feel this has a little more fruitiness than mm. all of those as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And it does smell, I think it smells quite nice. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations, Mountain Goat. <laughs> <laughs> Three zip. Yeah, well, it's re- there's really no need to No, no, no need point, to don't bother. Um, three nil to... The White Rabbit doesn't deserve a vote, I don't think. That was awful. That worst was, beer of the was, day. That definitely worst beer of the day. Yeah. Wow. Worst beer of the day. Yeah. Mm. Hands down. Worse than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even. I can't even think of one. Corona that was, worse was closest. I yeah. Guess. I mean, yeah. Corona was. What do you think? Maybe the pure it? blonde. But. No, definitely white rabbit. Well, I mean, we we knew this day was coming, but. Yeah, congratulations. We, we, we still rabbit. need to get to the bottom of whether Alex's favourite beer was the white ale or the pale ale. Yeah. Look, it can't be this, surely. It, surely it can't be this. No, and I this think is... he himself would agree that it's not his favourite beer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the 128 can slam beers. Well, it only made it in because he championed it so much at the start. Didn't I, it? it was never going to make it. It wasn't even on the radar. No. The dark ale, yes. I think the dark ale is. Um, it's pretty like ubiquitous in in Sydney pumps, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it's as far as dark beers go, it's pretty hard to find a pub that kind of doesn't hold it as a as a dark beer. Mm. Mm. So, I've I've seen that beer a lot. I've never seen the white ale before, yeah. mm. not once. Rightly so. Just Maybe Alex was confused. Is there like a grey hair or some some <laughs> other kind of? You know, Alex is often confused brewery, on the pod. Well, let's see. Let's see why people are rating this as uh, so highly. Let's see. Let's see where the Alex's fall. (laughs) Um, This is from Matingara, who is from Australia, and they say, "I really love this beer. I had a six pack, which I drank over a week or so. I found the aroma and taste to be very unusual and attractive. I finally decided that it smelled and tasted of musk sticks. Weird, I know, but very Australian." Jack, do you know what musk sticks are? Uh, I don't, but do they smell disgusting? Uh, I don't know what musk sticks taste like. Uh, sorry, smell like, but they taste disgusting. What, uh, what are they? they? It's, it's a sort of very chemical odour, right? <laughs> yeah. The musk sticks. What are they? Yeah, how would you describe musk <sighs> sticks, Matt? I was, in, I was picturing like incense. No, they're kind of... It's just like a solvent candy, really. It's the only way to describe it. It's not, it, I, I do not it's enjoy like, it. It's a sweet. They it's are. A, it's candy. Oh, yeah, it's candy. Yeah. 
but they are I, I do not enjoy them to yeah. me they taste like some sort of Ajax but tastes like it's, disgusting uh, yeah. white rabbit right yeah disgusting white rabbit. Mm-hmm. yeah and if you go to the review on musk sticks a lot of them are like this, <laughs> this tastes exactly <laughs> like exactly white rabbit white ale I know it's weird but it tastes just like a, the, right, yeah. the white rabbit the, yeah. the, the can slam equivalent of lollies <laughs> is doing this exact same thing yeah. and yeah someone's someone's comparing it yeah and let's see what the people who agree with us are saying. Too many to choose from, I imagine. <laughs> this is from uh, Bine Legion 32 from 2019. Feels like a less authentic version of Ho Garden. The coriander smell is too strong after mouth taste leaves a lingering sense of dryness as, as Jack <laughs> and Matt both try and smell the coriander. Um, drinking it fast is absolutely not enjoyable. I couldn't smell the coriander. Um, but I will give them some props that it, it does kind of taste like off Hogan. <laughs> That's like Jack's go-to. It tastes like off blank. <laughs> and I think for that very last line there... It I does, though. Drinking at any pace is no good. Mm. It does taste like... Drinking like off fast, Hogan. slow. Yeah, drinking yeah. it fast is not enjoyable. Like mm. I no. guess no one said that you had to... Yeah. Does it say anything on the bottle about please enjoy this fast before you can taste it? <laughs> yeah. In a similar vein, the guy before that said he polished off a six pack in a week was really uh, like overestimating um, how slowly people drink this. Underestimating, I guess. How yeah, they drink I, I do love that. It's like yeah. I had a six pack which I drank over don't, a week. A I weird, really love this. Don't brag that you, it's taking you a week to drink a six pack or you or use that as a as evidence that you enjoyed the beer That's so much. That's not a brag, yeah. is it? It's it's like remember that review we read once that was like I bought a I bought a case of this for a um for a boys weekend away like <laughs> end, end of season end of season oh, yeah. footy trip and, and we polished it off in we one night. One it's like beers, eh? Sixteen of you drank twenty four beers, like that's not impressive on a weekend away. Uh, yeah, I had a six pack which I drank over a week. It's like so you had one day off. Yeah. One beer a night. <laughs> and then you rested on Sunday, like the Lord himself. <laughs> Um, Fermentation with imagination. That's it. And the imagined a disgusting beer. And <laughs> the Mountain Goat Pale Ale five star or four point two star review. Uh, this is from MKE. Did I read this? No, no, I didn't. Did I? I mean, I did read it earlier. I just yeah, didn't read, read it out, it out loud. loud no. um, bottle from Beer Cartel one four one two one five. Put the receipt number in there. <laughs> So we can claim it back on tax. The first thing that hits you with this beer is the big burst of passion fruit in the nose. Okay, let's try that. Again, the boys are... Nope. Smells like coriander. Um, (laughs) Pause. off Hogarden. (laughs) Pause the colour of sunrise with a wispy cotton wool head that fades to leave a clean white ring of foam around the glass. Clean and full flavoured with plenty of fruitiness. Fruit salad in a glass. Fruit salad in a glass. Mm. Mm. What do we think of that? Disagree with that. I'll give them the stuff about the foam. Mm. I do think it smells very nice. It does. I can see the passion fruit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. got that kind of zing. Yeah. You know? um, I am. The lowest review is still a 2.5 um, star review, which is from someone in Rocklaw, Poland. Hmm. 
Clear golden colour with delicate grey head, aroma is poor, malty only in the first moment, nice hoppy with citrus and resin notes, but only for a few seconds and then all disappeared. Light body, even a little bit watery, delicate sweet without bitterness, very bad sample of this style. My Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. What do they know? Well, you haven't you haven't finished. I'll get there. I'll get there. So you're gonna polish it off? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the round for puns. Um, okay, as we kind of knew the second we we tried our first beer, Mountain Goat Pale Ale makes it through, and we'll be versus. Well, we've already made it through to the last last matchup of of match day nine. It's, yeah, wow. We've flown through this. Yeah, yeah really. Um. Mountain Goat Pale Ale will be versing the winner of Pirate Life South Coast Pale Ale versus Your Mates Larry. Huge. I think this is the probably the one we've been looking forward to the most. 100%. So it's it's yeah. a good way to end. Yeah. Welcome back to the Can Slam. Um, in the break, Matt's just been reading Jack's Beer Bible and I wish he hadn't because basically it's just us making fool of our, fools of ourselves <laughs> every time we record, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. there was a, the the gentleman who mentioned Noble Hops. Apparently, that's in there. That was referring to... One of the four main... The one that faced Pure Blonde. Yep. Whatever that was. So, yeah. that was last episode. And then um, also just mentioned um, the SARS, S-A-A-Z as well. So Yeah, just look, it's we're used to it. Yeah. It's just us making fools of ourselves. We don't. We do not know anything about beer. We've said that many times. And it, look, it, it doesn't matter because yeah. at the end of the day, all you need to know is which beer smells and tastes better than the other beer. Yeah, and we're we're here to tell you exactly that. And you don't need to be an expert to know which one you personally like better. So, just fuck off, everyone. <laughs> just get off our backs. <laughs> <laughs> beer on the left. Uh, Pirate Life, <laughs> South Coast Pale Hell versus Your Mates Larry, by the way. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Matt? That is delicious. Smells great. Like I said, zesty. Fruity, but... I'm going to say it. There's a hint of lychee in there. <laughs> For the first time. It could be that it's just been hammered home so many times today with the lychee, but that that's delicious. I'm a big fan of that. I am not so much of a fan of that. Mm. I do think it smells delicious. I think it tastes quite similar to the sprocket. And then I, oh. I feel like I can, I can taste the alcohol. And I don't know if that's just because we're at the end of the day. And we've had a lot of beers, or maybe I've got a, a glass that previously had the sprocket in it and it's not been cleaned quite properly. I don't know, but I wouldn't have thought so because it's been quite a long time since we had that. Um, but And we do have high-quality hygiene here. At- <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, yeah. Um, but also, I think it's quite golden pash- golden circle-y. It's quite juicy. I am... Um, um, and there's not much beer. It's not very beery for me. I kind mm. of I kind of disagree with the, the fact that you say it tastes alcoholy because to me it tastes very light in fact the smell 
It smells great. It smells really good. And then when you go to the taste it, again, it doesn't quite have that... I don't think it has the same matchup of the smell to taste. But the first thing that I thought was... It's just as I burp into the mic about 11 <laughs> times because this is B15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first thing I thought was just that it's very, very light, light flavored. Like mm. it's, it's, it's good. And again, it's one of those beers that I reckon you could really get through a lot of. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about alcoholic. I think you're, <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Beer on the right. Oh. Couldn't get much on the nose on that one. No. no I agree. I was just mm. about to say I'm, I'm like dumb getting my nose in the Corona. <laughs> mm. um, decent taste. Little bitter on the aftertaste mm-hmm. for me. Not, not much complexity to it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for lack of better phrasing, it just tastes... Very beery to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very. I I, I was expecting some. I don't know. Maybe after that that last uh, mm. that last time, which was you know quite fruity, quite flavorful. This is kind of fairly basic. I quite like it. Uh, I agree that it's not got too much to shout about, but um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think it tastes great. I'd happily sink three, four, five of these in a pub. True. On a Friday night, I think it, they they go down very easily. I think they're. Um, yeah, quite tasty. Yeah, I, I, I think um, these two are kind of opposite to each other. The mm. the aroma is pretty non-existent on the beer on the right, but I think the taste kind of comes comes straight through. Like, it is beery, but in a in a good way. Like, it's not it's not beery in the like VB Carlton Draft kind yeah, of beery. Definitely. It's like beery in the in the newy new kind of craft beer sense, but I I like it. Yeah, I um, think it's interesting that both of these. I mean, I don't know which is which, but um, both of these are described as pale ales. Yeah, mm. which I guess just hammers home the point that it really is an arbitrary term because these look so different. They that, do, and they taste so different. That Someone is about to pick up the beer bible and read the section about pale ales yeah. and it's going to be like actually pale ales is a very it is it's pale hops I know that it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you use pale hops but it's just such a broad term it's that, very broad yeah um, yeah, they're very very different tasting and very looking beers mm. yeah I agree I, I I don't think these two beers kind of like exist in the same universe mm. oh, and, I'm, I'm, and I think they're both delicious and I wonder if maybe because we're you know down to the 16th beer that you know you really need something to stand out after yeah. 16 beers, right? But the fact that they both taste good at the end is a, a mm. solid point because usually the last beer is pretty hard to get through. Mm. Um, so the fact that we're both enjoying both, we're all enjoying both of these beers, mm. I think, says a lot about them. Usually, like the last six beers are hard to get through. True. And true. Corona and White Rabbit were indeed hard, but between Three Sheets, Mountain Goat, and these last two beers, I think. As he burps into the as I burp into microphone, the microphone again. <laughs> I am struggling, but yeah, between those beers, um, it's actually kind of been a really, let's just say that I think it's very clear to say that match day two has been so much better than match day one of nine. Hands down. This has just been like that first, first match day, the first part of match day nine was horrendous. Yeah. 
as it was yeah. all the way back in match day one. Yeah. There's a couple of good ones in there, but on the whole. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do we have a do we have an idea of who's gonna make it through? I I have my decision. Yeah, look, I've had an, another few sips of each. And I think I'm gonna go on the right. I know that the initially I thought I was thinking left. Yeah. But it just tastes a bit watery, a bit I mean it's got great flavour. Great smell. Great smell. But the most Yeah, I just the, I, it's, it's the most watery looking beer we've had. Yeah, and, and, and on you know, after tasting both one after the other, I think I think the one on the right just does it for me a little bit more. Yeah. I've had pineapple juice that's looked less watery than that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's the beer on the right for me as well, which I didn't think anyone was going to agree with me on, to mm. be honest. But uh, here we are, Don. And it's 3 0. Wow. 3 0. I really to, didn't expect to that. To the beer on the right, yeah. I, th- I thought I was going to be like causing, quite, pl- <laughs> causing quite a um, upset with my vote. But Trying to plead your case. Yeah. No, that's a surprise to me. I think the beer on the right, which um, is your mate's Larry. Is it really? It is. Nice. I didn't expect that. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah. No, your mate's Larry was the beer on the right. Wow. Um, I think it's maybe just the color of the can. Yeah. Compa- the look, palm trees. Like the color yeah. of the um, of the beer. No, it's yeah. just it's. I think it's a it's a really interesting matchup because they're both very good beers. Yeah. Um, but on the like sort of scale of full bodiedness to light bodiedness, like I think the Larry just really like finds its place in in a good spot in there. I would be furious if I picked up this Pirate Life South Coast Ale in the shop, not knowing what it was, and came home and have that. I'd Why? Because that's not what you expect when you pick up a pale ale. I think I'd be very annoyed if that's what mm. I came home with. Based on the taste? Yeah. Is there at least a description on No, the there's nothing on there. It just says mm. pale ale. No. Let's yeah. try and f- let's let's find the description. Yeah, I, I think for... I'd be very, very annoyed. For the Pirate Life South Coast Pale Ale. I wouldn't be annoyed. I, I mean, it's a good beer. I won't go that far. It's in the top... I reckon it's in the top three or four that we had today. Cool. It's a big call. That is a big call. I wouldn't say it was in the top three or four that we've had this match day. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, the description is... This landmark pale encompasses our founding vision of ingenuity, our unwavering commitment to the to quality and the laid-back spirit of the South Coast, or as we pirates prefer to call it, home. It pours a luminous yellow with a fluffy head of foam. Expect aromas of citrus and peach on the palate. Tropical fruits pair with sweet malt and a fine hot bitterness. It's light-bodied, crisp, and highly crushable. We were born on the Nullarbor and raised in a shed on the Adelaide Plain. And while we continue to grow, (laughs) some things will never change, like our passion for making great beer and our enduring love of the South Coast. I agree with all the flavor descriptions. Um, I think what it's missing for me is that beer bodiness. Um, it tastes too much like a juice, I think, for me. like yeah. it's, it's flat and weak. And if, that, if, if the, the Larry had the flavors of the Pirate Life, excellent beer, I think. Mm. Well, I'll read the description of the the Larry because it's very short and I think it kind of gets straight to the point. Everyone knows a Larry. He's a summer loving party shirt kind of fella. In his element, at the beach or a barbecue, Larry is always frothing. He is your hashtag Larry can mate. Yeah, we know. We read the can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, 
But yeah. It's funny, like, they're both kind of like... The descriptions are, again, polar opposites. Like, one mm-hmm. is very... On the like pretentious side and yeah. descriptive, mm. and one is just like, yeah, it's just a, it's a can of beer, and you <laughs> like it, yeah, yeah. But it, it, but it works because it's, it is that kind of beer that I reckon you could, you could have like on a nice summer's day, and mm. it's, 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 it's tasty, full mm. body enough, but light enough that it, it yeah. can go either way. That's what mm. I mean. If that had the bo- if the the pirate life had the body of the Larry, I think we're looking at a perfect beer mm. almost. The head of a pirate and the body of a Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Creating our own Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> um, let's see what the people are saying. The can't believe the pirate life knocked out four pines last round. Which four pines? The Pacific. Ah. The must have got it mixed up. IPA Legion sixty-three um, is says. Clean, crisp... Sorry, this is for Pirate Life, if I didn't mention. Clean, crisp session ale. A nice citrus zing. Moderate carbonation, which suits which suits the beer. Equally pleasant from the tap or can. Um, have you had this on tap or seen it on tap? Either of them. Uh, the Pirate Life? No. Hmm. I've had regular Pirate Life on tap, but I don't think I've ever seen... I think this is, this is not fairly new. I don't think so. I am... Um, we were just discussing off camera that uh, the White Rabbit was at a date and Part Life also is. Is it? Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Only I, by about a week, five days. I bought them all maybe like 10 days ago. You want to find yourself a different Dan Murphy's? <laughs> That's pretty poor. That's pretty poor. Yeah. You're getting these from the discount bin. <laughs> yeah, because you don't expect to look, you don't go to Dan Murphy's and think to look at the best before date. Yeah. Why would you? Well, I don't, you don't really have a choice. It's either that well, or we don't with have a beer, it. you've got plenty of time, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't presume you've got a few days. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the lowest rated for the Pirate Life is 1.5. So it's bad, but it's not, not as bad as it could be. Um, very pale, lemon yellow, hazy, pleasing head. Nose is tropical fruit with some peach. The peach notes are nice, but the nose is much more restrained than I expect from the pale ale. Palette is really disappointing. Slight bitterness, hint of grapefruit, no body, and a little malt taste. Check of the ABV on the can confirms that this is a session ale, but it's disappointing. I've pre- previously rated Pirate Life, but after tasting this, I checked and they've been bought out by CUB. Maybe that explains it. I'm tempted to sum it up as insipid, but that's not entirely accurate. Hazy and insipid is closer. <laughs> it's 4.4%, right? Yeah. I don't know about the two of you, but I personally think it has to be under 4 to be called a sessionable beer mid strength I don't think the alcohol content is relevant when talking about sessionable okay. I think so you how palatable it is yeah think okay. I think the yeah. flavour is, is what it is and, I mean I don't mind that but I don't I couldn't drink that's no. not a session ale to me the pirate life the pirate life yeah I can't drink one mm. never mind six of them uh, I mean it feels sessionable to me because it is as we said it's like it's watery and it's, True. I don't know, fairly easy to drink. Maybe, again, it was the 15th beer we had today. Mm. That isn't usually the case um, when, you, when you're out at the pub. But, yeah, I, I, think I, could, I think I could go four or five on those without really flinching. Fair enough. 4.4, like, yeah, I don't think you'd, I don't think you'd struggle. Mm. Mm. I'm just surprised no one picked up on the launching. 
Yeah, no one said anything about lychee. There was a what was there? Peach. <laughs> yeah, there's peach, peach, grapefruit. So, uh, lemon yellow. Like, there's. Mm. It's been a few things. Was it? I wonder if we. It was easily influenced. <laughs> I wonder if we could get a um, a profile of whether there is lychee in it because I'd love. To, I'd be very interested. Nothing um, on the cat. The Larry. Your mates, Larry. The five-star review from Vita B3 from Bundamba in Australia. Fruity, crisp Australian pale ale, perfected for the Queensland summer. Tropical fruit flavors, light body, subtle sweet finish at 4.5%. Very sessionable. Perfect introduction for the craft beer novice. Found primarily on the Sunshine Coast, this beer is about to take off. And that was in 2018. I don't know about you, um, but for me... A beer has to be under four <laughs> percent to be sessionable. So, uh, look, both both are being described as sessionable, and you are you're saying they don't qualify. As well, they're only a percent apart, so that's a point, true. A point percent apart, I should say. Yeah, I, I think both of those could be in yeah. a sessionable tab. I but, mean, but the pirate life more so for me. Yeah. No, I could drink more Larrys than the pirate life. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, nah, nah. yeah. <laughs> um, the lowest rated one. Oh, it's a long one, but we got, we got time. I feel like this is from like seventeen different dates. Six. The sixth of the ninth, twenty nineteen. Best before the fifth of the twentieth. From a can poured a crystal clear amber with one centimeter of off-white foam that retained very well and laced okay. Carbonation low, average and medium to coarse. Aroma, moderately strong of semi-sweet citrus with hints of pineapple. Taste is similar. Light body, smooth and crisp with a short finish. 26th of the 8th, 2017. The recently released Larry in a can Packaged the 3rd of the 8th, 1917. <laughs> <laughs> Poured a crystal clear golden amber with one finger bright white foamy head that diminished slowly and laced well. Carbonation low, slow and fine to medium. Aromas nicely and moderately strong of sweet tropical fruits, is passion a, fruit and citrus. Is that a repeat of the previous day? Well, it wasn't the day before. It was like a month. Have it like it was a, like th- two years earlier. Have they repeated the description? Not quite. No, it's almost the same though. Taste is similar, but not as pronounced sense, as anticipating right. from the aroma. Low bitterness, light body, crisp, smooth, and refreshing with a slight citrus bitterness on short finish. Easy drinking. Yeah. That was a three-star review. That person cares too much. Mm. I, I don't understand the like multiple... Again, this feels like um, some plagiarism. Like they've copied uh, and pasted perhaps, two reviews. Perhaps they reviewed it and then came back two years later and edited the review when they tried it again in a can. I mean that would be insane. Yeah, that would mean the the markings of a mad person. Yeah, mm. what are they called? Keith Oz, mad person. Mm. Keith, 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 who has three? I don't know if that's what that means right next to it, but Keith has three thousand four hundred and twenty nine ratings. Wow. Yeah, you get a person that cares too much. Definitely crazy. I don't think I've drank. So that's even. three, three and a half thousand odd reviews. Yeah, I'm not sure I've even drank 200 beers. I'd have said 100, but I know we tried 128 as part of. They the could have just one. done a few beers and just 
you know, reviewed them over and over again, hundreds of times, like Maybe. he seems to have done here. Let's see what Keith's favorite beer is. Yeah, love to know. He's got high standards. The Poihaya Cocoa Banger from Estonia. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I can read his review of this beer. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Poured in opaque black, (laughs) even under strong light with a dark brown dense collar that lays slightly, looks amazing. Carbonation extremely rare, very slow and very fine. Aroma of sweet dark chocolate, coconut and hints of coffee, alcohol well hidden, taste of sweet caramel, slight roasted notes, hints of dark treacle, hints of cherry as it warms, low coffee-like bitterness, quite rich, nice combination of coconut and coffee, neither of which are overpowering, alcohol well hidden, heavy body, very smooth and creamy and soft on the palate, one to sit, sip and savor for a long time, very nice, amazing. Alcohol is so well hidden, you have to say it twice. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's only like keeps giving that a four point six, and that is out Perfect. of three thousand two hundred and seventy nine reviews. Wow, his highest reviewed beer. So not many. That's what I was saying. When I was never. He's earlier. never had the. He's never had a five star beer. Yeah, like that's never insane. What a way to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just. He just. He's just waiting for that stone and wood to be finally. <laughs> yeah, he's a dark beer man. That's for sure. Apparently, dark beer man. Um, okay, so your mates Larry makes it through. Um, as we said, it's it's the only beer that's had a two 0 win in the in the first round, but it, it goes through again um, unscathed. So mm, clean sheet again. Clean sheet again, um, and will verse the Mountain Goat Pale Ale in round three. What do we think about that, Matt? <sighs> Look. The Mountain Goat is good, but I think it got lucky. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that white rabbit. Oh god! It's <laughs> like you. Were, it's like you were saying earlier with against the when you get the shit people, the shit team, in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like that. It's had a. It's had an easy. It's had a walkover, mm. essentially. How yeah. Is so it gonna, it's how's not, it going to fare up against a real challenge? That's right. It's not prepared. No. To take on the big boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a, I think that's a good matchup. I think the your mates Larry maybe didn't impress me as much as it did on round one. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Because when we were talking about, we loved it. We loved it, and not only did we love it, but we were talking about it. I don't know if this was just a spite, Alex. <laughs> maybe yeah. Because we were like, what you know, what are your favorite beers out of the hundred and twenty-eight? And like, I think I mentioned the your mates Larry yeah. as one of the beers that I think is one of the best that I tried and it was good. Yeah. But again, um, we're kind of on the other side of the curtain. It had a, a walkover in the first round. And yeah. this is what happens when it has a walkover. Mm. It I'm not sure if finds it tough against something that's got a bit of weight behind it. I'm not sure if we ever discussed it, but I think we're all, well, at least we're both in agreement that the Crown Lager was the 128th best beer that we yeah. tried. Harshly, because it was way out of date. <laughs> well, yes, so was, was white. So was White Rabbit, and so was yeah. uh, what was Pirate Life? Pirate Life South Coast, yeah. And, and they both didn't make it through. Yeah. So. Crown Lager, one hundred and twenty-eighth in the taste scale. Forex Dry was one hundred and twenty-eighth in the smell scale. No, not for me. I think Crown Lager was one hundred and twenty-eight. Really? Yeah. Smell as well. Really? I said it at the time. It's it was soy sauce in a bottle. You did say that. It was disgusting. That's exactly how you described it. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. I, 
You might say soy sauce is always in a bottle. <laughs> in a beer bottle. <laughs> so we've got our round three beers. Um, we never thought this day would come, but yeah, we're, we're yeah. finally ticking along. It looks and so good to see. We have got a couple more beers that have made it through to round three. We have the Ben Spoke Sprocket taking on the Lord Nelson Three Sheets. And then the Mountain Goat Pale Ale taking on the Your Mates Larry. We're really getting into like yeah. no bad beer territory now. We really are, yeah. I don't uh, think a single bad beer has gotten through today. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, Mo- Moondog Lager. That's correct yeah, Moondog and Little Creatures. Are, mm. That's not. I wouldn't say Little Creatures is bad. It's not a. It's not. It wasn't outstanding, but it's it wasn't bad. bad. It's not great. Um, even even the Wayward like. Mm. In fact, even the pirate. I don't think any of the beers <laughs> in section one were particularly <laughs> inspiring that have made it through. So yeah, well, we'll see. That that. Yeah, if um, you haven't listened to last week, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> that um. Section one could be the like. Yeah. A beer that just keeps scraping through because <laughs> it's w- versing worse beers. I think it will be the wayward. Yeah, the wayward could. It's the most interesting. Could make the quarterfinals there. Yeah. All right, well, that will just about do it for us here at the Can Slam. We're very relieved to have started round two, and we will come back again soon with the tenth match day. Let's run through what we're going to be. Eleventh. No. Tenth. No. This yeah. is currently nine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, ten. Yeah, no, I'm right. Tenth, tenth match day. Yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> um, the tenth match day, part one, we'll be drinking Kaiju Crush Tropical Pale mm. Ale versus Cooper's XPA, <laughs> Bolter Hazy IPA versus mm. Young Henry's New Towner, Furfy Refreshing Ale versus Moondog Old Mate Pale mm. Ale, <laughs> Pabs Blue Ribbon versus Hawks Patio Pale. Mm. That, that is, is four beers that are worthy. The first four is outrageous. Mm. Yeah. Like just, that is a hell of a That's way a to great start. That's yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll be drinking those next time, but until then, you can reach out on thecanslam at gmail.com. Still have had no... Well, I say we have... Haven't still checked had, it in the last hour, have you? Haven't checked it in the last hour. And also, by the time this is released, there's another month. We could be like... The inbox could be full. Yeah, I expect it to be. I might have to buy like extra space on the cloud. Yeah, maybe. Because it's probably, just, probably more than yeah. likely. Yeah. So donations also welcome. That's a good. Well, yeah, we haven't begged enough yeah. for like just money. Yeah, we've had people begging us to sponsor like jewelry, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I suspect they're scams. So we we've not really given them much time. Yeah, maybe we should look into that. Maybe. We could be missing out on a lucrative deal here. Yeah, maybe. Jewelry and sunglasses, I think we've had. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also um, hit us up on the Instagram. We we try and post the match day and the winners each week with a with a bit of a highlight of each, yeah. of each round as well. So please do hit us up. we always on the lookout to um, to sort of have discussions with the with the breweries that we're reviewing and it's been been a yeah. lot of fun to see their reactions yeah. to to some of our posts and also all the um the other beer reviewers that are on instagram yeah Sh- shout yeah. out to all the beer reviewers get in touch yeah i had no idea that the world of beer on instagram was just so big yeah share the beer love 
Yeah, that's it. Share yeah. the beer love. Um, also, thank you to Matt for, yeah, for joining us you. today. Yeah, thanks. It's been great. A pleasure. Taking a, a a replacement gig, and um, I think you've done a really good job. Yeah. Thanks, lads. It's been great. I hope you had fun. Always. <laughs> what was it? Sorry, what was your favourite beer of the day? You've got to My ask favorite that. Favourite beer of the day? Ooh. Oh. Can we just scroll through? Because it's been... It's just to skip skip the first yeah, one. Skip the f- yeah, you're right. Just skip the first one. Um, I mean, I love the three sheets. Mm-hmm. The bent spoke was damn good. It's a, cl- it's a close one between the three sheets and the bent spoke, but I think the three sheets. And do we need to ask the, the, the low lights? Uh, I don't think we do. I don't think we need to ask. No, but there's yeah. been there's been a couple, but yeah, white rabbit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Don't apologise to him. He, he left us. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you right. suck. That will do it for us here at the Can Slam. It's been a pleasure. Another sixteen beers gone through. Well, eight beers gone through. Eight beers gone out. Um, we will see you next time with 16, well, eight more beers in uh, match day 10. Jack. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cheers. See you guys. See you.